You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Welcome to WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. This morning, you can also go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Mark Teresi here sitting in uh, for Father Greg Sackowitz, uh, who is finishing up with priests of the Archdiocese, uh, their, their retreat, uh, prayerful retreat in Lake Geneva. Hopefully, he's getting some rest, and hopefully, as we prepare for July 4th. Everybody here will have a safe, safe July 4th weekend. We have a wonderful show this morning. Um, we're going to talk about the poor, the poor in Chicago, the hungry, how we serve them. You know, coming in on the radio today, I heard a story about um, the poor in Africa. Uh, and one of the women serving the poor said, we're taking from the hungry to feed the starving. A desperate, a de- desperate situation, and though sometimes it's camouflaged here in Chicago, we have those situations, and we're going to discuss them this morning. Serving the poor in the current climate of inflation, we have two alcohol angels who excel at serving the poor of their communities. We're going to talk today about how the current economic climate of high inflation and the gently post COVID culture is impacting both the needs of the poor and the donations they rely on. Our guests this morning, two great folks, Sister Stephanie Baliga from the Mission of Our Lady of the Angels in West Humboldt Park, and Marvin Sabido from Most Blessed Trinity Parish in Waukegan and North Chicago. Both have been guests on this program and shared their ministries with us. Good morning, Sister Stephanie, and good morning, Marvin. Welcome. Good morning there, Mark. How are you this beautiful good. day? Good. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Um, Thank you. So good. To, and you're both smiling. I mean, that's a gift to the folks yeah. you serve. Sister Stephanie, why don't we start, and Marvin, just a little bit of background on your vocation journey and how you ended up here serving the poor. Sister, you want to go first? Sure. Um, so um, I... Um, before I even was practicing my faith, I felt very called to serve serve the poor. I felt uh, very called to voluntary poverty myself. So, um, and then I had a in college, I had a conversion to reconversion to the faith through Eucharist scatteration, where I realized that Jesus is really present in the Eucharist. Um, and I, I I felt very called um, as I, I began to serve religious life and felt very called to pair my love with the Eucharist with my desire to serve the poor, which um, I discerned eventually to come to um, 
the new community that's being founded at Mission of Brotherhood of the Angels. Um, and um, I've our main work at Mission of Brotherhood of the Angels revolves around um, material distribution, mainly around food. Um, and uh, we've been um, our pantry has exploded during the pandemic. We were serving up to 4,700 families a month in wow. the middle of the pandemic. Um, now back to 3,500 families a month. Um, and we're moving a ridiculous amount of food uh, through our building, about 300,000 pounds of food a month in and out of our building. Wow. Wow. We'll talk more about that. Marvin, uh, share folks, I, I'm fascinated with your journey. Share folks the, your corporate journey into uh, ministry. Yeah, I spent 30 years in corporate America. I spent 19 plus years at Granger, traveled all over the world in international operations. Then I went to Morton South or in their supply chain. Then I, I'm responsible for a chain of cooking schools. And I live in Highland Park and I was always involved with our finance council and my wife and I helped out wherever possible. And then I started working for the arts as the business manager for Immaculate Conception in Highland Park. And I was there a couple months and they recruited me up to the area I am now. So I've been up here about three and a half years in Waukegan, North Chicago Park City. So it's a very a great economic need, but it's a very rich area as far as the people and their faith and their, um, their life and their passion for the church. And so it's a wonderful place to be and serve. Maybe uh, in this Renew My Parish environment, Marvin, speak a little bit about the merger, those parishes. Which parishes were involved in merging together and how does that mission Right. Well, we were Renew My Church before there was Renew My Church. Right, right. We you created it. Campuses. <laughs> right. So it, um, I've been Waukegan, one in North Chicago. Um, in those days, all the parishes are more than, for the most part, the campus is more than 100 years old. So in those days, you had the Slovenian parish and the German parish and the Irish parish and the all the ethnic groups and heaven forbid ever came to the same church or worship together. Mm-hmm. So I, 20 years ago, we merged and it's been a very successful um, I think in some places people refer themselves still by the church they go to here for the most part is most blessed Trinity. And so we've done a wonderful job. We still have three active churches that have masses. So we have regularly scheduled weekend masses. We also have a campus that houses our food pantry and soup kitchen. And so we have some ministries that we partner with Catholic charities as well. So lots of good things going on here. Beautiful. I remember our last program too, you got a van. Um, yes, so we got you, a van. So we got a, I we upgraded from our 1997 <laughs> to a 2011 cargo van. So it's <laughs> couldn't be happier with you it. Worked Except neighbor, we, you worked we're talking neighbor. about inflation, right? $150 to fill it up with gas. Yes. How about it now? Sister mm-hmm. Stephanie, talk, now, think about this. So you're uh, in West Chicago, Humboldt Park, and Marvin, you're in Waukegan area. Think about that. So we're ge- about 30 miles north of the city. Yeah, think about that geographically. What's happening in the middle? Do you have any knowledge of, of, uh, the? Do you do you affiliate with food pantries? Is there are there regional areas we try to target as a Catholic church? Sister Stephanie, do you have any knowledge of that at all? Uh, yeah, food pantries are mostly grouped by what food bank you receive food from. So we were actually just talking before the show about how walk, the walk, pantries in Waukegan receive food from the Northern Illinois Food Bank, and we receive food from the Greater Chicago Food Depository. So you're kind of linked into your food bank um, more than necessarily, and that creates a, 
United Pantries. They're like our, we have like a, we meet periodically the pantries in our neighborhood to make sure that we're not duplicating services and we're not all having pantries on the same day um, and see what issues that we're all facing so that we can work through things together. Um, and then sometimes we also pass donations around between each other as needed in our neighborhood. Beautiful. Marvin, how do you, how do you staff the food pantry in Waukegan? Well, we're very fortunate. We have two wonderful people here. We have a lady named Frances Pancha Gonzalez, who's the leader of our soup kitchen, and she does wonderful things there as well. And the building next door, we have Darlene Montes de Oca Garcia, who leads our food pantry. And so they're wonderful. They both live in a community. They both have deep roots. They both mentioned they're extremely networked. So we try to also ensure we don't duplicate services and cooperate with other pantries. So we know what pantries open what day. So we can refer people there, you know, what soup kitchens open what day. So we can offer in different services. For example, our soup kitchens open Wednesday through Saturday. So some of our neighbors, they'll have soup kitchen open on different days as well. So um, well-grounded, well-rooted in the community. Now, when you say soup kitchen, does that mean they can stop for a meal? Yes, we offer soup kitchen Wednesday through Saturday of every week. Um, we serve from 5.30, 6.30 p.m. We serve over 100 meals in an hour. Wow. And Sister Stephanie, do you have a soup kitchen connected to the food pantry, or, or are you strictly food pantry? We do not have a soup kitchen. Um, previously, before COVID, our homeless population was relatively low in our neighborhood. That's changed. Um, so we didn't have a need for a soup kitchen as intensively, um, but we had a different program that was, uh, we had periodic meals together uh, just to kind of build community, which we, we were hoping to start really soon. We had been closed down because of COVID for the last couple of years. Wow. Now, Marvin, Sister Stephanie said you serve now 3,500 families. Is that 3,500 a month? 3,500? A month, yeah. Yeah, and what about you, Marvin? How do you calculate that? Uh, we do different service parameters. We're serving over 100 people a day at our soup kitchen alone. That's four days a week. So you multiply it out to get some numbers there. Mm -hmm. On the food side, we're serving enough food for about, uh, gosh, over 350 family members per week there as well. So between the two of them, we have some pretty healthy numbers. And so it's a double-edged sword. On the one hand, we're wonderful to serve, but we're looking forward to that day where you don't need a food pantry or a soup kitchen. So I think it's just a sign of the times. Our numbers are up about over 25% over prior year. So we tracked them. So we are getting increased demand. Now, Sister Stephanie, so give our listeners, we'll start this conversation, then we'll take a little break and come back to it. But how does this happen in terms of funding? How 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 do you, I know you, you have some distributions, but don't you rely on private uh, donations also? Um, yeah, we receive a significant amount of our food from the Greater Chicago Food Depository directly. Um, so that's a great blessing. We don't have to pay for a lot of that. Um, and recently we haven't had to pay for any of it because the food depository has been very generous. Um, but we do receive, we receive donations from uh, places like Target, Aldi's, Trader Joe's, Costco. Um, and those places are picked up by volunteers all those things are also free because we it's just the food rescue from those stores. Mm -hmm. um, we mostly pay for special food that we have for holidays and for um, different special events, um, such as Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving. Um, and so those are the things that we actually 
uh, use money for. Most of the money that we raise goes directly into facilities and management, which is a huge cost because our building is now gigantic. So we, um, and we just finished renovating it. So we're just coming off of a big capital project. So that's what a lot of our funding had been going to recently. Um, and we're continuing to work on just um, diversifying our food sources so that we um, can continue to not have to pay for most of our food. That's great. What about you, Marvin? A similar model, except we do pay for our food bank food. It's a much lower price than we can get in the open market, but we do have to pay for it. Um, we do partner with many grocery stores, as you mentioned, Heinen's and Joe's in our area. We have Sunset Foods do wonderful stuff for us. Um, we do get some donations from individuals as well. Some restaurants in the area drop off food for us. We do have to buy food. Mm -hmm. um, primary source of Sam's Club. They tend to be deceived to there in our area. But I think you mentioned inflation, and yeah. I think it's twin partners' availability. I mean, we see that our poncha went to the went there last week to Sam's Club, and there was just no chicken available. And wow. so, for you know, one thing is the pricing, the other thing is availability. And you talk about inflation. We purchased a freezer, a large walk-in cooler in October for $3,900. And so we needed another one because one broke. So we got another quote from the same organization and the price went up over $5,000 compared oh. to $3,900. It's gone up $1,200 in six months. And the other part of that is they can't even tell us when it's going to come in. Right. So right. we place now $1,200 more with no idea when they're going to come in. But I think that's just a microcosm of the world. We're all living in both the consumer level as well as the, the food pantry, soup kitchen level. So, so you, you're you storing some of this stuff in your freezer at home, huh? Uh, no, no. <laughs> Listen for me. We, we've you're got gonna... a whole bank of refrigerators and freezers. and so. okay. well, We're going to take a little break. Um, when we come back, what I'd like to talk about is how folks – can help. I think your mission and ministries are in a lot of people's hearts, but the action is the key in terms of our faith. So we'll be back in a few minutes. WNDZ 750 AM, Catholic Chicago 312-255-840. You can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We're with Sister Stephanie and Marvin uh, talking about how our outreach to the poor, um, we can feed the poor. It's basic, basic to our faith. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. Catholic Charities offers a wide variety of volunteer opportunities to those who want to share their time and help us serve people in need. Whether it's stocking the shelves of our food pantries, helping refugees learn the English language, tutoring school-aged children, becoming a mentor to young adults, sorting clothes in our clothing rooms, serving hot meals to those who are facing homelessness, or delivering meals and making cards to lift the spirits of our homebound seniors, we are deeply grateful to all those who want to join in our mission of mercy. Volunteer opportunities are updated weekly for people of all ages at ccofchicagovolunteer.com or just call us at 312-655-7053. That's 312-655-7053. 
Thank you for helping us follow Jesus' call to serve our neighbors in need. I can't imagine myself going into any other school. Our school fosters growth by being a backbone to our family. My kids are incredibly well-rounded. I see a lot of kindness in them on a daily basis. One of the things I think Catholic schools do well is personalize the learning experience. You can hear joy in the classrooms. I feel that like I'm happy that I am in this kind of school. Our school communities provide students with academic excellence and character education in a supportive and stable learning environment. Come see for yourself. Visit artschicago.org slash findaschool. Ancestry and genealogy are more important every day. People all over the world are wanting to learn more about their family heritage for personal and for health reasons. At Catholic Charities, we are hearing from adults who lived for a brief time at St. Vincent's Orphanage, the wonderful life-affirming agency that operated out of our headquarters for 91 years, serving thousands of women, children, and families until it closed in 1972. Our post-adoption services help adults who want to learn more about their experience at St. Vincent's. Our compassionate staff members provide whatever family background information they can offer, along with support and reunion services. To learn more, call 312-655-7093. That's 312-655-7093. The spirit of St. Vincent's lives on in the inspiring stories that continue to emerge today. We're back. WNDZ 750 AM, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. Or you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We're having a wonderful discussion with Sister Stephanie Beliga from the Mission of Our Lady of the Angels in West Humboldt Park and Marvin Savito from Most Blessed Trinity Parish in Waukegan and North Chicago. During the break, um, our discussion caused me to bring back a memory. And the memory is related to what you folks do in your ministry. I was I did music for eight years at Old St. Pat's, and I had the privilege of hearing homilies from Father Cusick and Father Wall and Monsignor Dan Cantwell, who was a champion of the poor. I remember Dan Cusick saying, the miracle in, in the gospel of the loaves and fishes wasn't um, the number of baskets that were left over. It was that Jesus invited people to open their hearts to one another and to feed one another. And I, thought, I always stayed with me because I, you know, sometimes I'd think of that and know it was a miracle. Jesus waved his hands and all this food was there. And John Cusick made it very real. Um, Sister Stephanie, how can people who have that in their heart that they want to share uh, what they have, and they want to s serve the poor in some way. Maybe they can't do it with their hands, but maybe they can do it in terms of providing some of what you need. What do you need? What do you need at your food pantry? Yeah, um, super great question. So we, um, there's particular items we don't get ever enough of. Um, to be cr crazy honest, we never have enough rice. I'm always looking for rice. I'm oh. always looking for particular foods like 
um, peanut butter and jelly and soup and some some things that we don't ever have enough of that I would like to have more of. So people are more than welcome to contact me and I can send them a food list of food that they could collect. That'd be great. So uh, if you visit uh, missionola.com and email me from there. Um, so that's missionola.com. And then additionally, um, we are now a diaper bank. So we, we have, I have 45,000 diapers that move through my location every month. Um, and I need more, I have diapers, but I also like, we also are distributing wipes. Um, and then as soon as this formula shortage ends, I need formula. We have uh, been, um, able to kind of help people through this formula shortage, but I'm going to need a lot of help once this is over to try to make sure we can get these babies what they need. So, um, if anybody's willing to help with the baby cause, um, we need help with that. Why don't you um, give your, e- why don't you give your email? You've referred the website, okay. but go yeah, uh, my email is olamission, O-L-A-M-I-S-S-I-O-N at gmail.com. And uh, please email me about any interest. And we also really need volunteers. I need more volunteers. I need more volunteers that are willing to do um, like kind of menial tasks like clean mm-hmm. um, and do things like that. I really would love some more people who would like to help uh, on the back end. Um, all these little things for Jesus. Uh, we can do them together to do great things. And what about your? And then we'll get to Marvin. What about your sponsorship um, opportunity? Aren't you the runner? Sure am. Yes. So if if you would like <laughs> to sponsor me, me or the 125 other runners running the Chicago Marathon for Mission of Our Lady Angels, you can donate online. Also at missionola.com. Um, and then also, if you would like to run the 2023 Bank of America Chicago Marathon, you can sign up at missionola.com. Um, that is our largest fundraiser by far um, by, of the entire year, and we'd love your fi- financial assistance, or if you'd like to run, we'd love to have you. Great. Thanks, Sister Stephanie. Marvin, what about your run? How can people sponsor your yeah, run? Can, instead of running 26.2 ra- <laughs> miles, I can run 0.262 miles. Right? So, I could take it from there. So, um, Marvin, what do you look- need? What do you need? What do you need? We need all sorts of stuff. We need talents when you think of it. Um, we're always looking for people to pick up some of our deliveries. And so, you know, we have the wonderful Pancha and Darlene who run our pantries, but they spend so much time picking up stuff. We just need them to spend more time trying to organize the teams that are working there. So if anyone has a desire or a passion for that, please let us know. Um, we're also thinking, we talked about last trip that we got a van to help us with our pickups, but now one of the ministries are expanding is actually delivering to people. And so we're working on saving some more money for another use vans and enables Father Tim, and he leads that ministry for us to deliver stuff to people's homes. It's a time for not only delivering food, but seeing if they have any other needs from the parish. Do they want to see a priest, or do they need a walker or a wheelchair? We recently started that one as well. So we're thankful for that. The easiest way to give it is that if um, if you go to our parish website, mostblessedtrinityparish.org, correct, and you go up or right, you'll see Give Now. If you click on any of those boxes you so choose, you can give via credit card or debit card. We appreciate any donations there. Um, If you have any specific needs, you can always feel free to contact me directly. My email address is msabido, S is an apple, A is an S is in Sam, is an apple, is an boy. (laughs) I did learn my ABCs one time, right? at artschicago.org, and, or give me a call, 224-715-4226. My 
my phone rings all day, so I welcome a few more phone calls in there. So, no. um, but we're thankful for the opportunity and to, to spread the word about what we're doing. S is in. S-A-S is in salmon, yeah. Um, Now, sister, you're going to have a little bit of time to think about this, but Marvin, uh, both of you have a tremendous joy about you. Our YouTube um, viewers can see that. Our radio listeners cannot, but believe me, these are joyful folks. Do you ever, Marvin first and then sister, do you ever get down? I mean, this is a daunting task. Uh, do you ever get down or weary, or is it always, oh, everything's wonderful? No, I think we're all human. And yeah. at the end of the day, we all laugh, we all bleed, we all cry, but I think you get energy. And so when I've had a long day or an exhausting day, you, you see the, the people you deal with and you give them that plate of food or you interact with our wonderful volunteers who do this for the love or the people that work in our ministries and it energizes and you give energy again. So, yes, I think we one that so they don't get that. Um, might not be speaking the whole truth from there, but again, we, 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 you know, this morning I got up at 4.15 as always, turned on my computer. I've already been by the food pantry, been by the soup kitchen, stopped by church, did my rounds with a couple of the buildings. And again, I draw my energy from the, the people I interact with. And so then I sit in church for a couple of minutes and pray and try to regain Focus my strength it. to yeah. tackle the rest of the day. Beautiful. Thanks. Sister Stephanie, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I um, gain my joy from the freedom that I have through my vocation um, in that I've chosen to completely give myself to love Jesus with my whole heart. And then he can do with that whatever he wants. So, you know, so like that's uh, his choice. He can, this is how he'd like me to um, ex- like use me as a conduit for his love is by feeding these folks here on the West Side and um, interacting and doing all the other services that we provide here on the west side of Chicago um, and do all the other things that we do. Um, and so when I'm living in the freedom that I've been um, given in my vocation to do the will of God, then I have joy. Um, obviously, like Mar- Marvin said, we are human and mm-hmm. the the need is very daunting. And so sometimes if you get distracted from doing the will of God, you can get real down on the situation, especially we have a lot of violence. I know they do in Waukegan as well. Right. Um, the violence is very discouraging, um, but the um, it, we stay close to the heart of Jesus. He can bring us bring us through it all. Good. Well, let's do this, Sister Stephanie, before we close. Give people your contact info and a few of the items that you need and how they can connect with you, and then Marvin will do the same. Sister Stephanie, go ahead. Great. Uh, I need volunteers. Um, and then I need particular food items, which you can email me the list for, um, and baby items, um, especially formula whenever the shortage ends. Uh, it looks like my computer froze. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, there we go. go Olamission at gmail.com. And my, you can call us at 773-486-8431. 773-486-8431. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. And Marvin? Proteins and produce, I guess, are the two big words are our biggest needs. If protein prices are going through the ceiling, um, you can contact me at 224-715-4226 or msubito at artschicago.org. Beautiful. And then maybe for closing, Sister, what's a prayer you go to during uh, this time when you need to fo- feed the folks? And Marvin, you too. Um. All right. I'm kind of like, I don't, 
my prayer is more loose. <laughs> 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 so, um, the, uh, so I guess mostly, I mean, I just, um, uh, we are we are extremely blessed to be surrounded by divine providence. So I kind of just like sit in the glo- the glory and the beauty of what's around me. Beautiful, yeah. Marvin. For Saint Francis, right hand. So I always, and so it just reminds me to um, what we do. Nothing brings us closer. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And the only thing I would say, I would encourage folks if you're listening or watching, you know, consider individually supporting each of these food banks, but also think about going to your parish, go to your pastor. I know, like Marvin, I think you have some parishes involved, which that that escalates the number of folks that can be attracted to the mission. And sister, you do too. So, uh, mm-hmm. so think about that in terms of uh, supporting Sister Stephanie from the Mission of Our Lady of the Angels in West Tumble Park and Marvin Sabido from Blessed Trinity Parish in Waukegan, North Chicago. Your commitments are in in ministry are an inspiration. So I thank you for your time this morning and wish you well, and God bless you in all your work. Thank you. Thank, thank you so you. much. And we'll, we'll be back at WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. YouTube, you can see us on youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned.